Another episode of Guy Live B2B Jam Session. Happy day one. Happy Monday for all of those who are tuning in today. And I hope you had a great weekend. Last week wasn't last week just amazing. Shout out to Mrs. Kamala Harris, the, the lady from Oakland herself being inaugurated as the first Madam Vice President and Mr. Joe Biden for being inaugurated as our new president of the United States. If you are in the U.S., if you're elsewhere, let us know what some good news has happened last week in your nation or in your country, in your city. Give us the details. Give us the down low in the comments. And more importantly, show us some love. Give us a shout out. Where are you tuning in from? Thank you so much, Samane, for starting it off. Let us know where you're tuning in from, Samane, so we can show you more love and rep your country or your city. Today, I'm speaking with the amazing Jennifer Brisman, who is the CEO and, and founder of Val, which is one workspace. It's a company committed to transforming the future of work for hospitality, meetings, events, and entertainment. And they're tackling one of the biggest problems and are closing the largest gaps in a highly fragmented landscape, burdened with massive losses in money, time, and unnecessary stress. She is a female founder doing her thing. And I met her a few months ago, actually, and I was just really impressed with her mission, her vision, and her passion for what she's doing. And I was like, you know, we have to have you on the Guy Live B2B Jam session. We do it for our community so they can learn from amazing people such as yourself. And she said, I would love to be on the podcast. So she, here she is on the podcast coming and beaming in from New York. Shout out to New York. And, you know, you're going to learn just how amazing she is based on what I know and what she shared with me and all the amazing things that she's doing her and her background. So we're really going to dive deep on her narrative and you know how she got into doing the work that she's doing now as the founder and CEO of Val. By the way, don't you just love that name? Val. I love it. I, I think it's a brand name. It's probably one of my favorite brand names out there right now. So let us know if you've heard of Val before, if you've heard of Jennifer Brisbane before, please show some love in the comments and give her a shout out. And if you haven't heard of Jennifer before, you're going to learn a lot about her and her movement today. Before we dive in, check out bigblacktea.com. We are stocked for new tea orders and the tea has been selling out since we've launched it last year in October, 2020. Check out bigblacktea.com. I stay loving 
all of the amazing messages that you send me and our teammates on how much you love Big Black Tea, how it's inspiring your life and allowing you to find peace in the moment. So check out BigBlackTea.com and sip with us, sip with our movement. Shout out to Vijar Kohil Kohli from Newark, New Jersey. Newark, New Jersey's in the building. Vijar, thank you so much for your time and your attention. With that said, let's go ahead and bring on the lady of the moment onto the show today because she's on a strict schedule, in my opinion. I only allotted a certain t- amount of time to, to talk with her. Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. You're so welcome. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. A little under the weather, but good. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, thank you for being resilient, pushing through, and still finding time to be on the show with us. You know, I would love to know a little bit about, you know, before the founder and CEO about what were you doing, Jennifer? How did you kind of get into this role? Sure. Um, So for the prior 20 years, I was an event producer. So produced uh, all different types of grand scale events and live experiences, um, up to as many as 20 a year. Uh, and worked with a small internal team to really gel together large teams that pulled together these amazing experience that often took six months to maybe two and a half years to plan. So that's what I did before. Wow, that's amazing. So what what inspired you into the space of um, event production? Um, Sure, well, very early on uh, in my career, Um, I really loved the idea of live experiences and wrangling them and all the complexities of doing that. In life, it's one of the few areas where you don't get a dress rehearsal. Uh, You don't get to do any real uh, full out dry runs. You have to be agile, uh, lean into teams and know how to bring out the best in your teammates and yourself um, and mobilize people. And so I loved the Mm. ability to do all of that um, and bring something truly unique to life, something memorable to life that you really can't replicate, so. You know, it's interesting because it seems that a lot of what you were doing before is informing your work with Val right now. When did you realize, you know, the world needs Val? Uh, I think you shared this a little bit with me that it just, it came to you, but you guys have been building through this pandemic and I would love to kind of get a sense of what inspired the the movement with Val. Sure, Um, well, actually uh, very early on in my career, I kind of became obsessed with systematizing workflows. So I really wanted to get a competitive edge on the day-to-day tasks that I was doing so that I could do more with clients, so I could give them more face time. And this was pretty early in my career. It was probably 2003, 2004. So I actually set out um, to really build kind of the first automated business-to-business tool for event meeting and hospitality professionals. Um, and it was pretty, uh, it was pretty amazing, but it would have been the first B2B2C marketplace. Um, but at the time, I really systematized some low lift tools. Um, at the time, I don't think there was G Suite. We used Excel. We used Visio. We used just Microsoft Word documents. And I created my own systems. And I really asked those around me, the collaborators that I worked with, to adopt these systems so we could be more efficient for clients. So I think that was my first real passion around it. And I actually put some money behind it. Um, What we built would have been built in uh, Microsoft Visual Basic and C++. Um, But the world was different in terms of accessing engineering. I was early in my career. Um, You know, it was, you were tackling IT people. Um, Engineers only existed overseas at that point. So it was just like a different world. Um, So fast forward from then to now, we are effectively doing the same thing. 
Um, mm. We're taking a very highly fragmented space where all these key players have to come together to bring a unique experience to life, whether that experience is virtual, whether it's hybrid or live. Uh, at the heart of it, it's a fleet of experts, talent mm. who have to come together and all do their jobs and all do their jobs in unison and perfectly. Um, the thing that we overlap around is really communication. Mm. So in a world where there's all these collaborative tools, we don't all work in shared documents. It doesn't work that way. But we do communicate heavily. Mm. That's about 70% of our day. And throughout that part of our day, we're moving key communications, documents, details, contracts between email, between Gmail, between WhatsApp, between Dropbox, um, obviously text and phone and video. And now we have you know, things like Clubhouse, uh, mm. Twitter and other formats. And all of this is saturated with important data that we need to do our jobs, but there's no place centralizing it. There's no place centralizing it around our teams and there's no place centralizing it around a particular topic. Mm. So every time we push these communications out there and they're all in different places and they're all moving through different places, uh, people and, and places, it's, uh, you know, it's inefficient, it's ineffective. And mm. we're losing a lot of time uh, just kind of wrangling our inboxes. And, and, you know, as I say, emails where productivity goes to die. So Vow centralizes people and it centralizes communications around an event. And it does so in a hyper-efficient way. And this has really never been more important in a world where you know, we're classifying events as hybrid or live or virtual, mm. but that's not going to be the case, right? Like it's not gonna be the case moving forward. Everything is gonna be omni-channel. Everything is gonna involve multiple formats and now twice as many professionals. So Vow is really super efficient at bringing the event community together, giving them a centralized place to communicate and then giving them you know, project-based communications because that's how we spend our time. So that's what, we're, that's what we're all about and up to. That's amazing. You know, what have been your biggest learnings in your journey as a founder, whether it be fundraising or even building this, uh, the, ro the remote team that you're building through this pandemic? I think, look, at the heart of it all, you have to build something that people want, need, and are willing to pay for. Um, we're all kind of filled with great ideas, every one of us, every single day. Um, but actually building a successful product uh, doesn't mean you build a successful company and building a successful company, if you're leaning into tech, has to be about at least building a successful product or creating a movement. Mm. And so both of those things obviously have to lean into, you know, monetizing those efforts. And then depending on what your goals are, doing it at scale. So I think the biggest learning was that just because you have a great idea <laughs> doesn't mean that, you know, capital is readily accessible and the world will want it all. So yeah. you really have to do a lot of low lift things to kind of proof of concept, um, you know, and, and go in stages from there. So I think that was probably the biggest learning in a world where if I wanted to plan an event for someone, it was like, bing, bang, boom, knew exactly what I had to do. Let's go. You know, you build it, they come, it's, you know, tech is different. So yeah. uh, it's been, it's been a great experience and a good learning. Yeah, building tech from the ground up is definitely different. Yeah. I can share that with you. And our journey in building guide from the ground up, we've been building for a year and 11 months now. But, you know, for our first year, we were totally in a different market and we pivoted during the pandemic. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we were able to, to, to adapt. But, 
you know, when you build something from the ground up, it truly takes a lot of time and patience and you yeah. need fortitude, which you have a lot of, you know, who have been some of the people that have inspired you in your journey as an entrepreneur and just a, a rock star leader? And what would you say for someone right now that wants to build a business, no matter the space? It's a great question. You know, early on in my journey, uh, I assembled a great, great list of advisors. Um, they were all from different uh, you know, markets, different verticals. Um, I didn't pick people that were just in my space. Um, I did. I picked subject matters that were in my space, but I picked other great CEOs and founders who had kind of made it to the other side. And I think because they went through their own journey, their own startup journey, um, they knew what I was dealing with. You know, they'd seen it before, dealt with it before, done it before. Um, and so I really feel like they're the reason I was able to move forward no matter what the obstacles were. Um, because they would say, yeah, people have been there before. This is how you you know, deal with that or here are some, uh, you know, use cases and, and examples of how I surmounted that. So I really, um, I really thank my advisors for that. Um, and really great, great people within my industry who were so helpful and so instrumental at looking at a bazillion low lift prototypes. <laughs> like we would just like turn them out and say, what do you think? What do you feel? How does this feel hmm. to you? Um, and people who were willing to talk through what their pain was, what their pain points were, and and continue to do that amidst COVID. Um, so yeah, advisors and subject matter expertise, uh, uh, experts in my field, and then other CEOs and founders who are highly successful individuals who came on as advisors. Hey, if you're listening, don't forget to build your personal board of advisors. Even if you're not yeah. building business, they, they can always be a, a guiding light in your career uh, and throughout what you're doing. With that said, Jennifer, where can people follow you and the movement that you're, you're leading with Val? We know that you're super accessible on LinkedIn, but where else? Where else can we? Can we yeah, can we? Um, great question. So, I mean, Twitter, we're not super active on Twitter, but uh, at Val Network, uh, on Instagram at Val Network. Um, you know, our a lot of our community is on Instagram, so we're there as well, which is a, a little bit unique for, for a tech uh, product, uh, for a company driving tech. Uh, we're also on Clubhouse. Uh, I do a Clubhouse talk called Women in Event Tech talk the future of events. And we do it uh, usually every Wednesday. We have one this Wednesday and we're talking about uh, returning to the workplace and to events and uh, COVID-19 event safety. So we're gonna be talking about this week and every week we tackle a different topic. So you can uh, see us there as well. Woo! Clubhouse, Twitter, and IG. Definitely check out what Jennifer is building and the Val movement. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for your time. You're welcome. And just your insights and wisdom that you share with the audience. Please make sure to check her out. And I've shared links in the comments. Jennifer, can we have you on for a future show, please? Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. And good luck to you and everything you're working on. Uh, thank you so much, Jennifer. Talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. And that was the amazing Jennifer Brisbane of Val. She is a CEO and founder of Val. Check out Val at Val Network on Instagram, on LinkedIn. You can follow Jennifer. I have tagged her link in the comments so you can follow her and connect with her jennifer brisman in addition to in addition to that check her out on clubhouse she's chatting in the clubs and the rooms on clubhouse having fun with that said y'all once again make sure to get you some big black tea 
BigBlackTea.com. I have it right behind me right here. <laughs> if you are in need of peace in the moment, check out Big Black Tea, which is our hot new tea brand that's really selling out. And we continue to see the love in the community just around Guide and our movement. And, you know, at Guide, we take every day as day one. So to see y'all's love is love to us and it's love back. It's reciprocated love. So make sure to get you some Big Black Tea for you or the family or for that friend or community member that you know is going through a tough time. So make sure to check out BigBlackTea.com to get your tea. In addition to that, check out GuideApp.co. We are working on our new website, Design Refresh. It is coming soon. I guarantee you. In fact, I'm leading the project to make sure it happens and it's going to be lovely. But check out GuideApp.co right now and check out the wait list for Guide. We are adding people who are creators to our creator community slowly and surely. And we have a lot in store for this quarter and a lot of announcements, hot announcements coming soon from the guide site as well as from the Big Black Tea site. So make sure you check out guideapp.co to sign up for our wait list. With that said, y'all, please let us know your thoughts on today's episode with Jennifer. Give us your feedback. In fact, if you're interested in being on a future episode or know someone that would be awesome for a future episode, reach out to me on Twitter or LinkedIn, or make sure to check out utfow.com, utfow.com. Let us know that you want to be a future guest or you know someone that would be an amazing guest to be on the platform and on the show. Once again, our platform is your platform and we're leading this movement together. So with that said, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Once again, I never want to just leave you all cold. I'm going to play a hot jam from this amazing playlist that's been curated by none other than the Smoothication Experience team, who is one of our biggest fans. They've created a Big Black Tea Zen playlist for us. This is volume one of the playlist. I love this playlist. I listen to it literally every single week up to every single day now at this point. And it's one of the fa- one of the probably the most favorite things in my life right now. So this is After Hours by Ronnie Jordan, which is a part of the Big Black Tea Zen playlist, volume one. I'm going to link it out in the comments so you can check it out for your own self. Thank <laughs> you.
Thank mm-hmm. you. 